I don't care if you've been following the Fireflies all night. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Prodigy, coming to you live and direct from the Vista Smoke Me Out fan with all the deckers today. On my left, the oldest ninja of the world, old ninja. Uh, y'all want to hear my Nazi knock knock joke? Go ahead. Knock knock. Who's there? Smack! Be of elastic questions. <laughs> what the fuck? That's What's wrong with you, man? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm a right engineer on the one to two. Joke me about on three and four. Crowd up. Soon I will be a two legged man in an ass kicking concert. Ass kicking contest. Yeah. Concert. You say concert. Like concert yeah. mm-hmm. Constipation. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, we got your boy Blue. I'm going to let this beer do my talking. Damn. Mm. Frothy. <laughs> you guys, could you guys even hear that? Yeah. I yeah. Can. Was loud as fuck. There we go. We back up in this motherfucker yeah. one more again. Um, <laughs> we're, we're online. Online. Everybody's good. Chat's all live. All, all that. We are online. Okay. Nobody's in the chat yet, but okay. we do have listener of the week. That would be... User three six zero three seven three nine nine seven six. So that's my favorite bot. Thank you, bot. That's an bot's only fan. We love you. Wait, wait, one zero zero one zero one zero one one. That's from binary. Yeah, that's from Futurama. The time travel. Yeah. So my joke is actually from Suits. Suits, I guess. Yeah, it's from like a. I guess it's from a blooper or whatnot. But homeboy slaps the shit out of dude. And he does like a German SS like impression. It's actually pretty funny. There's one. Uh, it's on TikTok or uh, Instagram where they do it with cats. It's pretty mm. fucking funny. Goddamn! I I literally thought that that was from Inglorious Bastards or something. I was like, what? <laughs> Not <laughs> <all> too. <laughs> nah, it's from Suits. It's pretty funny. And stuff all right. Like so, uh, old ninja, what kind of frothy urban uh, beverage are you pouring out, and for whomst? Why are you? All, it's not frothy. God dang, it's not a malt. It's not malty. It's uh, malt oh, liquor. Sorry. It is malty, but it's, it's malt not, liquor. Uh, there's no molasses in this one. This one, mm. put it that way. We'll do some. Uh, we're doing some. Uh, uh, I was gonna say slits. Nah, we did slits a couple minutes ago. We gonna do some of that uh, King Cobra. I'm bringing it back. Pouring out some uh, King Cobra tonight. We're going to start with Earl Bowen. Uh, he's probably best known as the doctor and uh, Dr. Peter Silberman or the doctor from Terminator 2 and Terminator 3. Um, he's also uh, known for doing a lot of voice work and animation, such as uh, he's Mr. Bleakman in Clifford the Big Red Dog. He's, uh, I don't watch this show, so I, I don't know what this is pronoun- like said in the right cadence, but he's senior 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 and kim possible i watch this show oh, yeah yeah i guess i guess that's how you say his name but uh he's that uh in the 90s spider-man cartoon he was the voice of red skull and the beyonder hmm. uh in games he did some extensive work such as he's a uh, king tyrannus uh menthol or menthol menthol in warcraft 2 he's also in almost every single star trek pc game um, he's in Baldur's Gate 2, Dark Alliance, X-Men Legends, and a ton more. Uh, in TV, 
He's probably best known as the Harper family pastor, Reverend Lloyd Meacham, on the 80s uh, sitcom Mama's Family. He's also appeared in the Golden, Girl, Golden Girls, the Golden Palace, the Wonder Years, Bormage World, Seinfeld, and Three's Company. Uh, he had been suffering from lung cancer for a long time. Uh, he died at his home at the age of 81. Uh, next up, we have Lisa Marie Presley, the mm. only child of Elvis Presley and ex-wife of Michael Jackson. Uh, she led a very established <laughs> life. Uh, she's a singer and songwriter. Writer. She became the sole heiress to Graceland, the 13.8-acre mansion in the state of Elvis Presley, located in Memphis, Tennessee, in 1993 at the age of 25. Uh when she inherited the state, it had grown to $100 million, uh, in value, but she sold 85% of it uh, in 2004. Uh, she's had numerous singles chart within the top 10 in the Billboard 100, including In the Ghetto, a 1969 song which was re-recorded to add her vocals as a duet with her dad. Uh, she's done very extensive charity work, including the Elvis Presley Charitable Foundation and the Dream Factory for the Terminally Ill Children. Uh, she's been honored by the mayor of Tennessee for her charity work. Uh, she has two children, which I, I, I didn't know she had kids. But she has two kids from her first marriage. Her son, however, uh, committed suicide in 2020. Damn. Uh, in 2002, she married Nick Cage after breaking uh, her engagement to a musician. She had met the guy was engaged for two years, and as soon as she met Nick Cage, she broke it off with him. Uh, this made her, a lot of her personal life very popular Popular public affairs. Um, she suffered a cardiac arrest at, the, at her home in California on the 12th. Her heart was restarted after CPR, and well, it was administered en route to the hospital, but she died later on that day at the age of 54. She was at the what was it? The, was it the Critics or the Golden Globes? Golden Globes. That was her last public appearance. Yeah, eighties Golden Globes with her mom. Damn. Oh wait, her mom's she... still alive? Yeah, her mom's still alive. She, she, her, she her, her, her mom were were the two guests. So she passed for her before her mother. Her wasn't son she... passed for her. Wasn't she just? Uh, she was at the Golden Globes, wasn't she? Yeah, that's what we just said. Oh, okay, my bad. I was reading yeah. something. Oh, yeah, she just appeared at the Golden Globe within like two to three days. I think it was like the day yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Was it, so, yeah, it was a very short period of time before she passed. Yeah. Well, her mom, I'm, I'm trying to look at a, uh, a picture of her mom. Her mom looks good for her age. The, her well, at least the picture like, I'm looking 80? at. I'm about to say, her mom's like 70, 80 years old. Yeah, yeah I was 77. Pretty, I mean, obviously, Elvis died fairly young because all of he the did, stuff He died on. when he was 40. He was 42. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then she was way younger than him, I think, right? I think she was a teenager, wasn't she? Oh. No, you're she thinking might... of uh, that other... Well, there was Jerry Lee Lewis with the 13-year-old Yeah. Cousin. <laughs> I think with his she, cousin. He, he knew her when she was, like, 16, and, like, they didn't get married until, like, in their, until she was, like, in her 20s. Oh, that's successful. She was, like, the daughter of his, like, military captain or some shit. I don't know. I don't know the full story. I just watched the Presley doc. Oh yeah, movie yeah or whatever. You saw, the, that was you saw that movie? Horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. It was so bad. Yeah. You, you have to have like ADHD to watch that movie because it, it's just too much moving around and flashing back. It's all, it, it looks like it was made by a TikToker. It's Damn. so fucking bad. And the music doesn't make any sense. I mean, not Elvis's movie, is but it like the Elvis? music. That's, what's it's yeah, the Elvis music? movie, but like they have like uh, like the song 
um what's her name um not carly b what's her name uh doja cat she does a cover of one of elvis's songs is it vegas and yeah vegas vegas is a remake of pound dog yeah and uh yeah it just it just doesn't make any sense in in the movie <laughs> i mean the song is great i love the song but like it doesn't make any sense in the movie damn like the, the, her song comes on it doesn't make any sense. It's supposed to be like an old movie, but they have like this more upbeat music that's playing, and people are dancing to it. It's 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 kind of like uh, remember the, remember a Knight's Tale back in the day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah kind of yeah, like that. It, it had like modern music. It was like kind of fucking weird. It's like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> I do remember. The movie that. wasn't that bad, but the music just was like totally off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, with Heath Ledger. Yeah. The um the one that I love from a or the two that I love from a biopic uh, musical standpoint was uh, Joaquin in. Um, uh, the Johnny Cash one, yeah, oh, that was a great movie. Walk, or Walk the yeah. Line, yeah, yeah, Walk the Line, and then of course, uh, Jamie as Ray. Yeah. Like, both of those oh, guys yeah. really brought it in those. Jamie killed it as Ray. Yeah, dude. Um, uh, Priscilla, she looks good for her age. I'm not saying like she's. I'm gonna go to her OnlyFans right now. I'm talking about like she looks <laughs> yeah, good for a 77 year old. Like also, does she have an OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah, it was very specific. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I guess her and Cher had the same surgeon. Yeah. Damn, yeah, Cher is way up there. Yeah, Cher's um, dating, uh, she's dating what, Cardi B or Nicki Minaj's like ex-boyfriend? Or no, it's, uh, what's her name, Amber Rose's ex-boyfriend. Amber Kanye? Rose's ex? Wiz Khalifa? No, uh, another guy. You gotta like, be very specific when you say Amber Rose's ex. There's like a whole... But yeah. that, that qualifies as. I mean, he's he's like thirty three. Yeah. Him and shared. I mean, Madonna was like dating some like super young guy too, and she's like, yeah, you know, she's yeah, seventy. She's like sixty, seventy, something yeah. like that. Looks like sixty. But she looks. I like this dude. I don't know who the hell this guy is. <laughs> Madonna went like yeah, kind, I... of, kind of full Thundercat alien looking. No, it's kind of weird. Yeah, oh. her face is fully pulled back. So, oh, she's sixty four. Yeah. Oh, share? No, Madonna shares. No, shares up there. Shares like seventy four, I think. Let me see. Share is uh, seventy six. There you go. Still, Dating still a thirty three old man. Hmm? I guess so. Like I said, good surgeons. Exactly. All right. Any others? Uh, no. Those are the two that I caught. Oh, All right. I, uh, the usually the chat lets me know if I miss anyone, but I, I haven't seen no one say anything. Yet. My favorite are when uh, we start casting, and then there is something that happens while we're casting, and we have oh, to the, hit the brakes. That's, that's actually the worst because like yeah. sometimes somebody dies. Like Stitch caught one where like podcasting once like a huge celebrity died right in the middle of the cast. Yeah, yeah, all that. All right, uh, who wants to start shitting on Velma first? Oh man, <laughs> oh. have we all oh, seen it? Man. Yeah, I saw the first episode and a half. Oh man! To I, quote uh, a famous a famous man, I wish I had more thumbs again to give this fucking movie a show four thumbs down or something like that. I can't remember yeah. those. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was that bad. I I can't. I had some hopes for because it, it looked like kind of edgy, but they kind of took the edginess like way too far. Mm-hmm. And I I, th- I think this is what happened in the writers' room. Somebody was like, you know what? I really can't stand fucking Scooby-Doo, so let's make a fucking Scooby-Doo show. And then <laughs> they decided to make everything anti-Scooby-Doo. They, first of all, there's no fucking Scooby-Doo. Where the fuck is Scooby-Doo? Where the fuck is Scooby-Doo? 
And I understand it's about Velma, but she doesn't even say like her. She, she never even said fucking jinkies, like at all. <laughs> um, there's like really like fucked up jokes. Like they make fun of Fred having a little dick, and it's just like, yeah. oh, damn. okay, like we're doing this now. <laughs> like we're making little dick jokes, and then uh, Shaggy is no longer Shaggy is Norval, which is uh, okay. He's a black dude, fine or whatever. But they, whoever tried to be edgy about him not doing drugs. You can't do that while trying to make a joke about him constantly not doing drugs. Like, yep. Yeah. You're, that's you're, that's not comedy. That's just you're drawing to the fact that this character is supposed to do drugs, but now he's not, and it's fucking weird as shit. Uh, most of the jokes they don't land at all. Uh, it just seemed, and the the murder mystery part of it was just like fucking dumb too it just it, it was really really bad this is one of those ones where when people on the right say oh this shit went way too woke i think this might be one of those shows <laughs> <laughs> like seriously <laughs> yeah i mean i saw it i i hate watching it by the way too all of us hate watching it because we've all heard by now that you know it's not that good at all um, it, it, all of us hate watching it had hbo bragging about oh it's the most watched animated show on a series on our channel or on our streaming or whatever um so kind of be careful what you wish for y'all gonna hate watch it into getting a season two just be careful yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that, that um, has happened on other shows it has so but here's the thing uh cross is right the stuff with fred and the little dick it doesn't land for me because you're reminded instantly that these kids are high school students. And so, like, they're also talking about Fred being, you know, not finishing puberty. Yeah, even, high, even though he's kind of yoked. Yeah. Yeah, which hmm? is like, they, they said he didn't finish puberty, but he's also yoked. So it's like, he had yeah. to have finished puberty to be yoked. So, it, you don't it, understand basic human anatomy? Fucking well, weird. Whatever. It, and even if there's some weird reason why your upper ba- upper body did, but your lower body didn't, I, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a doctor. Let's just say, let's go with it for a second. It's odd from a show that's about high school kids. And then the other thing is, like, they start off the series um, with, like, uh, a, not high only a murder, girl. but, yeah, a murder, but, like, a, a high school girl's animated uh, locker room scene you know what i mean and that's i you know we've all seen porkies you know what i mean on all of that oh hold on we have seen porky most of the people have not that are probably watching the show have not seen old dusty motherfucker yeah yeah American is American Pie too dated too? Is that too old? Probably. Oh, that one. I think Owen's barely on the cusp because they're talking about remaking it. But I'm like, it's probably not going to fly in today's yeah. climate. But, but, but here's little... my here here's my thing. So you, it's definitely a mature rated show, but you kind of go there like by showing you know completely decapitated or brains removed in terms of uh, the corpses, and then at the same time you do a shower comedy scene with high school girls, which I, I get it, but that's censored too. It's not like interspecies reviewers. So you, you go there on some things, on other things you don't, but most importantly, the writing was just, it, it felt like some stuff that was belonged on someone's uh, Tumblr or, or, or bad <laughs> fucking. Um, yeah. Fanfic or whatever. Uh, there is, yeah, there is no Scooby, but I'm I'm almost glad that Scooby's not fucking in this. 
I think that that would have brought it even down worse. Could you could you imagine how poorly they would write Scooby? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? If if he was in on this, and the, the last thing I'll say is, may um, it, what's her name? Minka Mila. What is it? Mila. Mina Kunis. Mini, no, not Mina Kunis. Mindy. Mila Cowling. Mindy, Mindy. Um. Mindy Cowling. Yeah. Mindy, Mindy Cowling. A lot of South Asian folks are giving her all kind of shade for being real uh low self-esteem with this with all of her characters i don't i haven't watched all of her shows i liked her on what was it uh the office Office. but velma talking about oh i'm I'm too hairy armed and i eat weird food and i'm a brown girl with no self-esteem but i really yeah yeah eating out of the trash i was just like none of this seems velma velma was smart and Mm -hmm. quirky and like not this kind of personality at all. Anyway, y'all, did y'all anybody else see it? Oh yeah, I watched it too. I, I like everything you guys say. I agree with. Like, they they try way way too hard to be edgy. Cause like even like the opening scene with the girls in the shower, like they're constantly like trying to be. If they're they're like naked and they're they're trying to break the fourth wall, but then like they're talking about other shows. Like they're they're talking about like Riverdale. How like there's a scene and and that show. It, it's. The show's just all over the place. The writing's really bad. But one thing is really cool. It's the animation. I, yeah. I, that's the one prop I got to give for the yeah. show. The animation is is pristine. Like, even when uh, Velma has her, like, panic attacks, like, the animation is, like, beautiful. And I think all of, like, the, the voice work and stuff is all done, like, really well. But, like, yeah, the writing is just horrible. Like, the story just... Like, there's even times where it seems like it's going to get good. It's like, okay... They, there's a little traction going on here, and then all of a sudden, just derail it with some stupid ass joke or some vulgar comment, or like, like there's like the scene where Velma, like, she finds out about her mom, so she tries to be like body positive and stuff like that. But then I just kind of gets derailed because like, like somebody's right, like, right. "Oh, you just cover up because you murder somebody," and it's like, "What?" Like, it's uh, it's it's the, the show's just all over the place right now. It's sitting at a six percent on Rotten Tomato for audience score, which is I don't know that might be the lowest I've ever seen before. That's pretty bad. It, I think it's, it's deserved. I mean, honestly, it's just fucking so bad. <laughs> yeah. It, it, here's the other thing, too. I had I didn't have high expectations. Oh, but, me neither. Yeah. But if you really think back, there haven't been that many bad adaptations for Scooby-Doo, whether live action, cartoon, series, or movies. Most of it has been pretty mm-hmm. fucking great for mm-hmm. Scooby. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Most. And like they have like tons of material they could have pulled from and like built up like Velma characters. Like you said, like she's like intelligent, smart. Like she's not eating out of the fucking trash can or like yeah. worrying about her like her social status. She's just hitting the books and out there solving crimes. She doesn't she didn't even solve any crimes in this whole entire thing. She she's fucking she's fucking up. Like she frames people and like the other thing that bothered me too is that like uh uh Daphne's parents they're like lesbians and they're cops but they're horrible fucking cops and it's like <laughs> yeah. how, how are you fucking cops and you're it's 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 just it's so bad they try they try to take like the funny stuff from like from here and there put it all together and it, and it just did not fucking work they even made a yeah. joke about the lesbian cops because they were like in every other show lesbian cops are good cops and i was just like are they like i was like <laughs> where are they pulling this from like yeah. are all lesbian cops good cops like what the fuck <laughs> Uh, um, I was gonna say, did you see 2020 Scoob? The admin, yeah, film? yeah, I like that one. I thought that was yeah. pretty good. I mean, it was okay, but it was, I don't think it was great. There's some of the um, 
one of their movies that wasn't really good. Uh, I think Blue uh, reviewed it on Cash like years ago. Uh, the one, not the one, not Zombie Island, because that was actually pretty good. The one before that wasn't. Remember, you said it wasn't that great. It was just okay. Uh, I can't think of the name. Well, I know, like but, one of the recent animations that came out, the the animation is really bad looking, but I never hmm. got actually got around to watching it. But but, but but let me just say this though: Scoob has been around since the '60s. Like that's over fifty years now, basically. Of Scooby Doo, you're gonna find stuff that's middle of the road. Uh, sure, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's more than fifty years. Yeah, over <laughs> sixty, whatever. But like, all I'm trying to say is, in general. Some of it's more, you know, for little kids. I get that. Some of it's more for like preteen or even teen or even more geared towards adults. But most of it, the overwhelming majority of it has been pretty solid. That's how Scooby-Doo has such a fucking huge fan base. Very few people hate on Scooby-Doo. Yeah, because it's stoner. It's the stoner community. Everyone in the stoner community, they love Scooby-Doo. And they always make references for it. Um, if you've ever seen the original... Jay and Silent Straw Ball Strike Back when they pick up the they pick up the Scooby Doo band and the yep. whole band is like smoked out and like they're all like tripping and shit. There's you know a great analogy for them being part of the smoke or the it was I remember back in the day it was like Scooby Doo for like kids, which was supposed to be about the student community, and then Cheech and Chong for the adults. Those two like kind of went hand in hand. Well, yeah, some like, of the... in, go ahead. In the whole Scooby Doo lore, they never really say that shaggy and scoop are out there getting high it was just exactly kind of applied it's, but it's very it, if you're an adult yeah it's like if you're an adult and you're watching it with your kid like hold on yeah <laughs> so you're not wrong you're not wrong i'm just it, even with even with the whole possibly getting high or whatever it was still like this fun ass show with these young people that were solving fucking mysteries and being friends and rolling around in a van and it was all kind of 60s vibe but it still worked in 2020 you know in 2023 yeah. you know, I, think, I think they really try to recreate the magic of um harley quinn because harley quinn on hbo max is fucking hilarious and they, they do it really well like it's 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 bloody it's gory like there's they talk about like sex and stuff like that but it's like really well done but like with this show it was like just way, way over the top, and it didn't make any kind of sense. Yeah, especially like in the very beginning when the, when she was just like literally afraid to solve shit. I was just like, hold on, this yeah. is like literally that's the character. Like she solves shit, and to, for her to have some like crippling anxiety about solving things, it was just like, come on, guys, is this what we're doing here? Like, and and it's it's clear exactly what her her gift is from her mom. Her mom left her something so she can find her. Like that shit's just yeah. That's just that's just written on the wall, like what that what's inside that box. Yeah, and, but but then she's like throwing it away and shit. I was just like, this doesn't seem like <laughs> this is so dumb. Like, why would you like, like open the fucking box? Yeah, just open the box. <laughs> well, the, so, the whole thing with Norville and the aspect of him having this simping ass, you know, love for her, but not kind of confessing, but kind of not with the joking. None of that fucking landed. No, you know. Dude, the only right. the only part I laughed at was when Nor 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 Norville. Nor, what's the name? Norrell. When he cut when he when he pulled up to da Velma's house and she's making out with Daphne, he's like, "Well, I guess she's not into my kind of my type of people or something like that." I, I, that's the only thing I laughed at. I can't remember exactly what he said. But that was the only thing that I thought was funny in the yeah. whole entire two episodes that they aired. I'm about to say this is only two episodes. This supposed to be like ten, twelve episodes. Yeah. So 
so my thing is like I haven't seen this. So with all of the apprehension with Daphne's character, or not Daphne, Velma's character from like actually doing um <laughs> spy shit, mystery shit, whatever. Um, is this a prequel series? Is this supposed to be before because apparently they're not Mystery Inc. at the time. No, so, they're not. And it's, and it's there's no Scooby, so maybe this is what fuels her to become a detective. I, I, I don't know. I haven't seen the show. That, that's giving them a huge benefit of the doubt that they don't really deserve at this point. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they've, I, they've, I they've done that before in like in like movies and TV show where we get to see them yeah. before they form Mystery Inc. So and if they're thinking this is a prequel and there's gonna be there's gonna be extra ones, then it's it's gonna go the way of that same fucking Tom Cruise movie with the monster franchise that oh, I the called back in the day. I was like, <laughs> hey, it'll be no fucking franchise. The first one fails. So yep. this one's failing. Yeah. And then the other thing I'll say too is look at the stark difference between another sixties era show with um the Adams family, and then you get a remix with uh, Wednesday just yeah. picking one character and everybody fucking loved it because you had good writing, you had creative directing, good new characters and all that other shit and compare that to this one. You know? Yeah. Night, Old night established character. Yeah. Come on. You need you need yourself a Jenna Ortega. That's what the fuck you need. <laughs> I Dude, it, it, say, this, this movie, yeah, this yeah. show needs Jenna Ortega. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> she was it, it's funny. Uh, Killer Frost in the chat said that uh that a pup named Scooby Doo is still forever one of the best amongst the Scooby Doo shows, mm-hmm. and I was, was just sl- thinking about the I was thinking about the intro music and that intro music was slap man that that shit was yeah. hella good. But then it also made me think of like um like Little Shop of Horror. It had that kind of like that what did it call like doo-wop style singing in the mm-hmm. in the intro, which was fucking dope. Did, the other thing I loved about the old school uh, original Scooby Doo, like from the late '60s, early '70s, was uh, you would have like the Globetrotters show the fuck up on that yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Batman showed up. <laughs> Your Batman showed like you'd have fucking cameos out of nowhere. Like, holy shit, is Batman on Scooby Doo? This is great. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, but they, awesome. I mean, they continue that even into the 2000s when they had like Johnny Bravo with fucking. Yep. If we're gonna have like the WWE show up, they have like uh, a whole movie with yeah, John Cena Hogan. in them. Yeah, that whole Hogan show up. They had all kinds of shit that happened. So yeah, yeah. Space goes all of it. So um we'll see. But yeah, again, please do not hate watch this so that it becomes so successful we get a season two. Like, don't do that. That's that's gonna be fucking stop. It's gonna happen. Everybody's gonna see how bad it is. <laughs> If they can somehow take everything back and redo everything like they did Sonic, this this show might have a chance because, like it's, I said, the animation is already out. really good. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember that dumb shit they did with the uh, the Birds of Prey or whatever, where they, it came out and then, like, while it was still in theaters, <laughs> four weeks later, they said, "Ah, you know, we're gonna change the fucking name. Like, we're gonna oh do a mulligan." God, on this shit. So yeah. I was I like, "What the fuck?" I didn't save nothing though. No, that movie was, um, was so right. bad too. <laughs> Goddamn. Let's get Ryan Smith on that. Let's get into these goddamn clickers, goddammit. Oh, yeah. Oh, The Last of Us. Yeah, that what fungus. Oh, goddamn that's... glorious show. I got... got right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to say, um, this is... I, I was on the fence because, you know, when things are newer in your mind, like fresher in your mind, you think that this is like the best thing. But I'm trying to think like the best, you know, TV adaptations for video games. And obviously the, the first thing that comes to mind is Arcane. Because that one just came out of fucking, you know, left field. And it was so, so good. But in Arcane, the first episode, 
you kind of had to get through. Yep. And then, you know, then it gets keeps getting better and better and better and better and better. The Last of Us, the first episode, you don't have to kind of get you have to kind of get through not fucking crying. This <laughs> is what you need to do. <laughs> so, and it's like I didn't tell, you know, cuz me and Kay watched it and I didn't tell her about like the beginning of like what's what's going to happen. Dude, I and, didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't know either? Yeah, it's just fun. I never played a game, dude. Game, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was I was not ready. I was not ready. I was I I fucking cried. I had all kind of emotions. I, I I like had a bit of a panic attack because the shit was getting kind of too real for me. <laughs> fucking airplanes falling out goddamn sky. <laughs> and there was like so much stuff was like frame for frame from the game. It was so amazing. Yeah. Some stuff. Like isn't. I thought. Sorry, I thought that somebody posted a picture that even the girl, like the t-shirt that she wore to bed or something like that, was the yep. exact same shirt that was in the game. And I was like, damn, man, that's that's taking that's taking attention to details to another level. Well, fucking Neil Druckmann uh, is doing some executive producing and, and whatnot. On He's heavily involved in this shit, which is awesome. Um, and then the other thing I'll say is I was like fucking Leonardo DiCaprio in that fucking uh, meme and shit where he's uh, pointing at the screen the whole time. Yeah. Like, They're going to do the thing. That thing is going to happen. I know what's going to, you know, but I didn't want to spoil it for uh, Mishka because she I, actually, I think she saw me play The Last of Us, but it was so fucking long ago. That was on PS3 era. 2013. Oh, damn. So uh, she had forgotten and she didn't know where this was going, but I give them props for even some of the, the slight changes. Uh, yeah, you know? I love the changes. Yeah, like, that's not how Sarah looked in the game. No. And, you know, uh, this was I, I believe a, a mixed actress and she knocked it out of the fucking park. We've got to get her name mm. out of here, on here. Um, obviously, Pedro Pascal, who has, who's just great in everything, um, he didn't, you know, not the same ethnicity as the Joel in the game, but none of that fucking matters. They fucking rock. Same with Tommy. Yeah. But N- Nico, they, Nico Parker is her name. Nico Parker. Yeah. Shout out to her. Maybe she she's on my Jenna Ortega list. You know, she's yeah. a young talented actress. Props to her. But um, it it looked frame for frame. I was like, oh, they're going to go to Boston next. Oh, we're going to meet Marlene next. Yeah. <laughs> we get the Marlene voice actress. Of Marlene. Yeah. Yeah. It played Marlene. I was like, oh shit, that's Marlene Marlene. You know what I mean? Her name is Merle Dandridge. There you go. So I'm I'm all the way on board. Uh this is gonna be a complex, emotional ass fucking tale. And uh Dude. Bella, is that that's Ellie, right? Well, Bella? Yeah. 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 I think I think she fucking gets it because when she sees Joel fucking beat that ass and kill that, yeah. she's like, oh. She's like, I'm going to get some of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Whoop his ass. Yep. <laughs> she is She is the polar opposite of, uh, what's her name, uh, Sarah, yeah. in terms of, like, Sarah, when and when Joel went upside that old woman's head, she was just like, what the fuck she's is going on with my dad? Dude, she cried and said, you killed her. And he's all, we got to go. I'm going <laughs> so that's actually one of the changes that I kind of liked because in the game it's not like that. Yeah, in, it's not. In, yeah, in the game, what happens is the the neighbor who's a guy, I, I don't even think it was a neighbor, it's just some random fucking dude, smashes through the the wind through the sliding glass door in the back at night, mm-hmm. and that's when Joel gets home and saves her, and he's like trying to talk him down because they're having yep. to shoot him, and so. Yep. It's, Blasting. Yeah, but it's it's dramatic, but I think it's actually more dramatic because it shows a connection between like 
Joel, you know, Sarah and the neighbors because, you know, they, there's a lead up to that. And also the fucking creepy ass uh, lead up when the, the grandmother is sitting in the fucking wheelchair uh, yeah. clicking out and shit in the background, but they don't focus on her. Nope. And and the dog, I was like, oh man, dog's like, like, yeah, the dog, coming. dude, the dog just sat there and he almost kind of growls, but he's yeah. like, he's he's like, something's wrong. And like Sarah doesn't pick up on it when she leaves. She just yeah. leaves like she she kind of like notices there's something wrong with the dog, but not the woman. And mm. she just keeps going. And the dog comes over <laughs> later. Like the dog tries to stop her from going into the house. Yeah, yep. like, mm, don't go this, in there, little girl. Run, little girl. Shit. The shit that was trippy to me is that, like, normally, like, when there's, like, a zombie apocalypse, it, it starts off kind of slow. It's like, okay, yeah, there's things happening here. It's happening here. Now, this show it was, like, that morning in the news, it was like, oh, there's some weird stuff happening in Thailand. By the end of the school day, fucking that watch shop closed, and she went home, and then, like, the, the old lady started tripping out, and then 2 o'clock in the morning, all hell fucking broke loose. And, like, I was like, where the fuck is this show going? Like, goddamn, I'm not ready. I'm not. And then it, then it skipped to like, what, 20 years later? Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Like, we don't get to see what happens in between. We just bam, right into it. But then, like, uh, the one scene with the little girl, like, the, like, the little, I think she was probably like seven or eight or something like that. And like, she's walking to the compound and like, they like stop her or whatever and they bring yeah. her in and they fucking test her. The next thing you see them throwing her body into a fucking fire pit. I was like, fuck man like I, I wasn't ready that was too emotional for me yeah even case he was like what the fuck i was like well i mean he was infected so <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah it's infected. so here's the thing too like when it comes to the last of us part one sometimes because of part two people have these rose-colored glasses on that it wasn't as violent or what <laughs> yeah. last of us part one gets real fucking Super gnarly fucking Super quick violent. yeah and so I, folks need to fucking buckle up this is not like a uh, walk in the fucking park. There's going to be some gross ass shit. And really and truly it's the people like in all, you know, uh, dystopian uh, zombie tales. It's the people that are going to do some of the most fucked up shit. Not even the, uh, the fucking clickers or whatever, but yeah, I'm, I'm all the way down. Pedro Pascal fucking convinced me, uh, you know, when he was just like, it, it's uh, I got to go find Tommy. I was like, here we go. This is, that's where the adventure fucking starts. Ellie going to go with you. And even some of the scenes with the the big pipes that they were going through with uh oh yeah uh, was it uh, Tris is that her name shit oh Tess Tess yeah Tess um I was like oh shit I remember that those scenes in the fucking game oh I know you know what I mean yeah. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen <laughs> you know what's crazy about Tess um is that right when we see her I was like oh it's like it's um she's from Fringe because it's Avatar mm -hmm. I was like it's so cool to like see her. You know, getting some goddamn work again. You know, so because I haven't seen her in anything for a while. I'm sure she's been yeah. acting, but you know, it's good to see her. Um, one thing, I, one of the other changes that I really liked is how the uh, how the infected kill that yeah. effect with like the spores like going into like the body and the like roots and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that that was definitely not in the game. They just zombied out and like you know ate you or like bit you in the game. But in this one with like the tendrils going into the body, that is such a cool effect. Um, yeah, but, it's better like, for. It feels like that's better for a TV series. I, I get yeah. it. You know what I mean? Um, well, I love how in the in the beginning they kind of kind of break like they the little news thing or the the um, the talk show in the beginning with the doctors and the news guys and stuff like that. And they kind of talk about because they mentioned like you know there is like a a fungus out there that can control like an ant 
basically turn him into a zombie. And I think everybody's seen that video of the ant fucking going up to the top of the tree and fucking like dying, basically. Yeah, of course. Like the fact that they kind of use that in this in this show, but like the fact that they talked about how like you know it's not like viruses or like bacteria and stuff we need to be worried about. It's like fungus because like we don't really have like a cure or some kind of anti medicine for fungus. And I was and like it's it's crazy because he had mentioned how like you know we use like like we use fungus for like mind altering alterating stuff for like different kind of drugs that we use and then like people want to get fucking high they like take shrooms or something like that and i was like damn this shit's shit's right like fungus can really fuck with our minds and we do use it for those aspects i think that kind of added to the the lure of the of the tv series which i thought was really cool agreed yeah so so the game is based off of the cordyceps so neil Druckmann went to a a college professor uh oh i guess Geographic about the fungus, and he went to the professor and talked about, "Hey, can this can really happen?" And so he wrote the story based on this. He wanted to make a a game kind of like this. You can actually read um uh, on I think it's on um shit I, I think it's on Games Radar where uh, Neil Druckmann had a bigger plan for the Last of Us. He had like this bigger worldview for the game, and the more he kept editing, the smaller, kind of smaller. It became with the story, so you see that you can hear about that process and the development of the show, where he talked about how he went to a doctor and talked about can this happen with mushroom or fungi, fungi, and will this happen to us? You know, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty interesting kind of stuff. But you, but yeah, what he talks about, what uh, the actor is John Hamm. I don't know if you guys remember the 1999 Mummy, where John Hamm plays the the brother, like the drunk. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's the professor. About, yeah, he's the professor that talks about the cordyceps. It's a true mushroom. I mean, it's out there in South America, I believe, because it lives in that environment. But that shit's out there. I mean, granted, it's on a very much smaller scale, but it happens with insects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucked up it's some ants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they also said, uh, I guess the the National Geographic episode shows a spider too. Like mm-hmm. it, it oh, yeah, spider. spider one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck. Dude, so, they went to so, so much level of detail. Like Blue already mentioned with uh, one of the shirts that uh, like Sarah was sleeping in, but mm-hmm. obviously Joel looks pretty fucking spot on with Pedro with the green shirt and the backpack looks like <laughs> yeah. the, same, the fucking boots and whatnot. I was like, oh shit, the level of details there. Obviously Ellie with Bella is, is on point already. I'm just I'm fucking ready, man. This this is it. You know, Did, the first episode was was basically a, a movie because I think it was like an hour and a half, hour forty five yeah. minutes long. So it literally was a fucking movie, and it felt like I was watching a movie. Like the budget for it was like top notch. Like uh, it's, I don't know. I was really, really blown away with this pilot episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's funny. Okay, oh, uh, I was gonna say it's funny that uh, well, I don't remember Joel doing this in the first game, but he's like a drug pusher. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's in the first. Isn't the first one? Yeah, he was pushing pretty hard on these drugs, so it was like, oh shit, he's got a little hustle, side hustle. Like, it's a day job, but he has like a nighttime side hustle. Oh shit. Hey man, you gotta you gotta get those numbers. Those the, the currency they were using looked like maybe think of uh back in the day like wealth where uh food stamps. Yeah. yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> yeah yeah I did. And when it was like papers and numbers and stuff like that, fake money. And even from the game, everybody like relates to joel as the game goes on but they they're very clear from the jump that in those 20 years joel has been 
doing some dirt. Like he's made plenty of enemies. He's smuggled all kinds of stuff. He's had to hurt people. Like he talk. If you listen to the dialogue in the game, Joel is far from a fucking angel, and he do, he like has wrestled with that. And the whole thing of obviously Ellie being kind of a, a second chance daughter for him is unique because he's done such heinous shit. And we're surprised that he kind of comes around because basically Ellie reminds him of Sarah in a lot of ways. Yeah. And even, but, at, yeah. The, even at the end of the game, like, I mean, what happens to Joel in The Last of Us 2? I mean, that's kind of his up and coming. I mean, because yep. mm-hmm. he does like something in the end of The Last of Us, the first one that's, it's not great. It's actually, it's definitely bad. So, you know, but he, he did it for his reasons. And most people that play the game understand his reasons. But, um, when yeah, you see those guys, yeah, people have, you know, they have, you know, people around them. They have family, they have friends. And if you kill one of them, they might come for your ass. Mm-hmm. And one of them might be kind of swole. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to this podcast, you know exactly who we're talking about. Oh, man. I mean, yep. if you played the game, you know who you're talking about. Somebody, but... somebody might have skipped leg day. But <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, uh, to piggyback on what uh, um, Prodigy was talking about, like, I didn't realize how, like, brutal the game was, like, until, like, when I'm playing the game and you sneak up, when you first sneak up on somebody and you fucking open up their face with, like, a brick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and um, Ellie is like, fuck. She always made some kind of comment, like, fuck, Joel. Like, did you really have to do that? Like, holy shit, Joel. Like, she continually says, like, little comments about the brutality of well, the way Joel dispatches people. So I'm just like, holy shit. Like, like he doesn't choke him out or nothing. He fucking ends them. He brutally ends them. Brutally. And this is not a spoiler for the show, but obviously the game's been out for over 10 years now. Ellie pays attention and learns a whole lot of fucking violence from Joel. Oh, yeah. Internalizes that violence. People, because she's, especially in this first game, mostly like a, a teenage girl they automatically don't think that she's as violent as Joel when, if you play both games, her violence keeps escalating and escalating and escalating. Is is she a uh, playable character in the game, or is she just an NPC? Yeah, she's a playable character in the first one, not for very long, but she's the entire DLC. And for, like, maybe a a scene or a one act, she's playable. And then in the second game, it's pretty much her fucking game. Besides the one very muscular character that'll go in. <laughs> well, I mean, it's actually, the game is actually kind of split in two because it, it's yeah. mostly her, but, you know, it's mostly Swole Abbey too. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's... I'm looking forward to the next episode. I'm looking forward to the next episode. When, when, does, when do they drop? Sunday. Sunday. On Sundays? Yeah. HBO yeah. knows what's up. They drop this shit on Sundays. It's... Yeah, we we needed another HBO Sunday night like kind of show to get us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we had now. like like. Go ahead. I was gonna say like we had True Blood and I think uh, Lovecraft Country. I think was I think that was like a Thursday they would drop. No, nah, or Wednesdays. Like, I think that was Sunday too. Watchmen, yeah, House of the Dragon. You know, yep. Game of Thrones. All, Game, all Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Westworld. Same thing oh, on yeah. Sunday. Oh. Especially mm-hmm. right now, it's a really good time for them to drop it on Sunday because right for me, there's there's no Rick and Morty, and then there's no um, there's a huge hiatus for um, last week tonight. So I don't think it's oh, yeah. until like late February, early March, or something like that. So yeah, is, is even the show uh, Oliver, John Oliver, 
Yeah, I thought I saw something about that, possibly. What, 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 say that again? again? I thought I saw something about him possibly leaving the show. No, no, no. He just, they, uh, he, he always takes a really long hiatus between like, it starts usually around Thanksgiving and then usually comes back in February, but I think this time it's like March or something like that. So, huh? yeah, oh, cool. you might, uh, Prodigy, you might be thinking about Trevor Noah. He's leaving his show. I did hear that too. Yeah. Uh, he been left. I think right now they have, uh, what's the name of guest, guest hosting? Uh, uh, the guy, the black chick from SNL. That was, she was in Ghostbusters. Oh, um, big black, uh, big black lady. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, she had a sex tape that got released. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Blue, you did your research. <laughs> oh, we talked about the Alanis podcast. Her name, I can't remember her name. I got her name, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, Le- it's like Leslie. Leslie so. Yeah, I keep thinking Leslie Nielsen, but that's definitely not her. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leslie Nielsen's a man. Yes, so. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great actor, too. I, I know what about. Yeah, R.I.P. Leslie. Leslie. Leslie Jones. There you go. Yeah, Leslie Jones. There you go. Um, I I know Old Ninja mentioned this last week. Uh, I finished up Glass Onion, that Knives Out story. That shit was fucking amazing. I love everything about it. The only problem I have with the promotion... Uh, y'all focused way too much on Daniel Craig and Dave Bautista, who I love. They're great. But there was a whole lot of Janelle Monet in this one, and she fucking killed every fucking scene in it. Like, I, so that that is was on purpose, because you mm-hmm. focus on her, you give too much away. I so. just, well, I, I barely knew she was in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, I knew she was in it. So. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, in any event, I fucking loved it. Uh, I think... It was funny, and I was talking to Old Ninja about this, I think, while we were playing Modern Warfare. Dave Bautista was kind of like a wannabe Joe Rogan, and then um, what Edward Norton was kind of like a wannabe uh, Elon. Elon. He's <laughs> definitely Elon. Definitely. You know, and he, he, uh, Edward Norton is saying stuff that at first you're like, okay, that's kind of weird, but I'm going to just let it fly because I'm kind of interested in the plot. And then you realize kind of later there's some stuff that he shit said that don't make any fucking sense and was just wrong, you know, <laughs> and he gets called out on it, like dumb shit that sounds like he wants to be smart, but ain't. That's what I fucking loved about that it. Sounds it, like it Elon. Yeah. It's it, it <laughs> fucking spot on. Did anybody else see it? No, no. Mm-hmm. I, I need to watch the first one. And then there's a couple like that. I want to watch oh. the first one, this one. And I think RRR is probably the next one on my list for like movies to watch. Wow, you haven't seen the first one? The first one's really fucking good. No. <laughs> yeah. And and here's the other thing, too, I'll, I'll say. As much as I disliked uh, The Last Jedi with Ryan Johnson, and I, I shit on him pretty fucking hard, he brought it for two fucking Knives Out movies. And, you know, maybe it's, it, it's just a different project, different, uh, different budget, different t- type of genre. These work for him real fucking well. I'm, I'm a Ryan Johnson Knives Out fan. I'll give him props. All right. You know? Anyway, where y'all want to go? Did we lose Blue? Where the yeah, I wanted to ask, actually ask Blue what the fuck he wanted to talk about his cultural thing, but he done left. All right. So, <laughs> now we're not going to talk about the whole I'm podcast. Back, back. No, 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 it's too late. Okay, so you guys, you guys all familiar with the, the classic shave and a haircut, haircut knock, right? The little yeah, dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Who framed mm-hmm. Roger Rabbit? Yeah, yeah. If you if you're if you're a kid of the like the eighties, who framed Roger Rabbit really brought that that knock to to light, especially adding a song. It would be in like Looney Tune commercials and stuff like that. 
But uh, so I kind of I use that knock a lot whenever I knock on the door. Always shaving a haircut. Always always do that. Well, so the daycare my son goes to, uh, the lady that lives that hosts that that does a daycare, she's of Latin descent. And uh, recently there was a TikTok video that I dropped where a guy is like he explains like, oh, you know, this song is from that knock is from shaving a haircut. And I had to ask the sweetness. I'm like, hey, do you know what do you know what this knock is called? So I do the knock. And she's like, yeah, that's really offensive. I'm like, wait, what? Whoa. She's like, yeah, it, apparently in Mexico <laughs> or in Latin countries, that knock is really, really bad. And so like, I was like, wait, what do, what do you mean? She's like, it's like super offensive. And so I like, I was able to look it up and see what it means. So the, the knock also rhymes with something else. And uh, this is so bad. So in, in, in Spanish, it's chinga, chinga tu madre, uh, Cabron, Cabron, yeah. yeah, So it, it's so it basically says, "Go rape your mother, asshole." (laughs) And so my son's been going to this daycare for (laughs) more than a year, and I've been knocking on these people's door with that knock for like the longest fucking time. And I'm pretty sure they're like this fucking asshole. (laughs) Like what the fuck? At a at a daycare. Yeah, the daycare. Well, it, the daycare is inside of her house, so and like everybody inside the house. <laughs> every, every, kid. This is the every time we knock on the door. Go fuck your mother, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Chinga tu madre, cabrón. But but wait, hold, blue, blue, hold on. Where does it come from, though, in terms of that, like Spanish expression for it? I I don't oh. know. I I tried doing a little bit of research. I haven't found out the origin of it. So but I think it I just, comes from I just a, learned it's bad. I think it comes from a, a rock band called Molotov. It's a Mexican rock rock band. They have a song that's that's titled that. And it's probably the, it sounds like kind of the same kind of beat. So oh. it could be from them. Just look up look up the group Molotov and look up that exact title and you'll it'll pop up. Jeez. How low does that song? I don't know. I probably like a, more than a decade, two decades maybe. Yeah, Molotov's this is been like, around for a little while. Molotov's this been is around like for a while. A really, really old offensive thing. Damn. Huh? To, yeah. I'll, I'll try to see if I can find out more about it. But like, yeah, it's I've I stopped I, I changed my knock when I knock on the door now. Now I just like open up the fucking police knock. Next time I go to TJ, now I know what to do at the bar if someone pisses me off. Yeah, look at him. Maybe I'll do like like Kukaracha or something like that. Damn, Damn. dude, you've been opening eyes, man, with these cultural. Dude, uh, like I felt like once I learned about it, like I felt so bad. Like I, kind of want to ask them, like, hey, you know, I, I, I usually knock a certain way. Like I'm sorry, but was have I been offensive to you guys? Like I want to ask them and see. But I I also don't want to ask them and find out that I have been offensive. (laughs) Like, hey, we can't watch your kid no more. (laughs) Yeah, like. Get your little bastard out of here. That I guess you're not a bastard. We're married. It's, uh, yeah, this is what it was. When I went to Australia, like, apparently a thumbs up is offensive in Australia. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like fucking weird. Well, I mean, it's weird to us because it's normal to us, but. So it's like the middle finger to them? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's considered obscene. So, yeah, the, those cultural differences are fucking wild because, uh, I always like the ones where what is it the Irish that or, or the British or whatever that are saying cunt all the time. 
and don't mean it like really bad offensively. Yeah, and like bollocks or dogs bollocks. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, bollocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think I want to say like in Europe, the way you give a peace sign could be offensive yes, too. It is yeah. very so. If you watch the very first Kingsman, um, uh, Terrell, what's the fuck, Terrell Edgerton, he does the peace sign where, but it's like a middle finger. So if you yeah. do this, this means peace. If you do it the other way, it means fuck you. Wait, like yes. turn around like this? Yeah, turn yeah. around means fuck you. So if but you I, watch soccer players, apparently do this. So when I saw it for a private school, like uh, there was a guy on our, that worked it. I was uh, he was from England, and he would he would do that to the kid. He'd be like, I'm like how can we do it that bad. way? The kid be like this, and he'd be like this. But and I think you know, I think it's just a gesture too. It's like you gotta like kind of yeah, like, you gotta shove it up, but you have that extra finger up. Yeah, you gotta shove it up. There. Yeah, shove it up there. That's wild because like if you're saying bye, it's like. Yeah, so I, 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 I never like... go like this. I feel like this is some like, <laughs> this is some like Howard Juppie yeah, girl just... shit. Hi. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You got. Just... Yeah. If you go like bitch. this, apparently this is offensive in in British speaking or especially England, Britain. Now, do you have to put tongue in between it or? <laughs> no, no. Just doing this is doing this motion is bad. If you go. Like okay. This, so the tongue in, in between it makes it good then. Better. No, well, I guess it depends on the person, really. <laughs> that might get you in trouble in a different way. <laughs> I'm just trying to win over fans. And, and... No, you don't do the totally opposite. If you want to win over fans, you know what to do. Only fans, <laughs> bro. Only fans. Oh, on page. Get it done. Wrap that way. Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Uh, is he got? A, is he got a only? Yeah, apparently. Apparently, I don't know what's on it though. Is it? Is she like going nudes or what? Uh yeah, <laughs> he's on it right now. He's all distracted. He's all, oh, yeah. Like I've seen some like there's video content on there too. Oh and damn! I'm, I'm actually, I mean, she's not like well, at least the videos I've seen from the my research for the podcast. Research <laughs> only. She uh, she's 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 not like touching herself. She's just like like nude. I mean, it's basically like what girls would do like back in the day for Playboy. Like so she's not showing. Can... Can you see the hairy asshole or not? That's what I want to know. Nah, balloon, nah, no balloon knot? No, nah, no balloon knots. Right. From the videos I've seen, there there could be some content out there that's not out there. I mean, out there. doesn't Cardi B have an OnlyFans? I mean, she used to strip, but I, I don't know if she has an OnlyFans. I'm pretty sure she has an OnlyFans. Damn. So, so everybody got one then. I guess so. Oh, yeah, see Iggy's the only OnlyFans and see Cardi B. OnlyFans, as we do this live on the podcast. Oh yeah, Cardi B's OnlyFans four ninety nine. Hey, there you go. What's wild it was to like twenty five dollars a month. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what's wild to me is, I would think, and I don't know her finances like that, but I would think you got Buku dinero, but maybe you just can get more, and this is another source but of income. I- I heard that she she sold off like her music catalog like recently, so I mean she I guess she's not hurting for money, but you know if you want to, I don't I, I feel like it's it's kind of like that, like polis uh, what do they say, like good polis I can't say the word publicity, publicity. yeah that word, how that's Ooh. like any version of that is good, so maybe it's a marketing thing or I don't know, so just their name back out there. Cardi B launched her OnlyFans back in 2020, and apparently, back in September of last year, 
She claims she made ten million at four ninety nine a pop. God damn, that is a lot of chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why's it gotta be chicken, bro? I mean, okay, it's a lot of tuna. <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn. Good for her, you know, I guess. But uh I mean I never I never thought Iggy was like unattractive or anything. I mean, except for when the when White Girls came out, then I kinda fucking fucked with my head a little bit, but (laughs) get that money, girl. (laughs) I mean she's not making money like like was it Bad Bunny made or where that girl is from the Bad Bunny's um, a guy Dr. Phil? Bad Barbie, what the fuck out of all these daddies or whatever. I don't know. Totally different person. So, just before we go on, Bad Bunny is like this international superstar, like one of the most successful people in music yeah. these past four or five years. The other one is Cash Me Outside Girl. Yeah. <laughs> you need. You need. Somebody needs to change her name. <laughs> Bad Bu- Bad Bunny sold more records than like Drake and Beyonce of late. So, yeah. You know. Every every time I hear Bad Bunny's name, I always think of the Cash Me Outside Girl. Yeah, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Every, every fucking time. Bad Bunny's a billionaire, if I'm not mistaken. He like a billion like last year. Yeah, he's he's, he's fucking big time and shit. And they play his fucking songs all the time. There, especially down here, it's like the B tracks they'll be playing. I'm like, God, <laughs> yeah, they be playing. He'd be on an elevator. Every 15 minutes, I hear one of his songs. Well, it's funny because like down here, you know, in Chula Vista, we we get like the radio stations from from Mexico too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, basically, fucking all of them, because it's like it's right there. <laughs> yep. The thing that trips me out, and I, I still haven't gotten used to this, it'll be playing like just regular pop music or whatever on the radio, and then they'll switch to commercials, and it'll be like from the Republic of Mexico. Where do I live? Where? What is <laughs> this? Place? Gets, that shit gets me too. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's, we could like walk. We could literally walk to the border. It's not. It's not very fucking far. You really could. Let me get my bike and whatnot. Yeah. Know? Um, so, uh, Kronos, you said you were doing, you got the new bike, you're pedaling outside, you're... Yeah, I, I went outside for the first time on a bicycle, well, on like a, you know, semi-road bike. I, I have a, gra- a gravel bike. Not, it's it's kind of like, like a road bike, kind of like a mountain bike. Um, but I went, off, went outside for the first time last week just to see, like, how it worked. Because it has, like, there's all these modern features that new bikes have. So I, I bought, like, a bike computer for it. I have, like, a rear radar detector radar detector so if like a car is coming up too close to me or it's gonna hit me like it warns me um and then what you about to fucking die yeah <laughs> you're going to die <laughs> asshole <laughs> Damn. uh and i have like what's called power pedal so i can see like exactly how much power i'm putting down on the bike those are like my, my first mods that i got which is already like a grip of fucking money um along with the bike but uh yeah i decided to to go outside and, and go for a ride and man clipping in and out um is is way Hard harder on like a moving bike than it is. So on my Peloton, I'm used to it. Like it's like second nature. I can get on and off that bitch like it's nothing. But on that bike, like everything's moving. It's all like fucking twitchy and shit. And like just trying to unclip. I'm just like, I just want to bust my ass. So I just, I went around the block a bunch of times, which I live on a hill. So it was all just like hill climbs and shit. So, um, but it was cool. You know, you, uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, uh, did you like adjust your, like the angling of the, of your, <laughs> your flip ones? Cause I know for me, when I first got mine, like, dude, I was my first of all, my, my feet hella hurt after riding. And that's when I learned that, like, my angle, my foot was like, because you think your feet are straight when you're paddling, but your feet are kind of like turned in a little bit. And then, like, to unclick, you have to like twist your feet to get out. 
and like you have to it's 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 interesting how the whole clip on works for for bikes yeah well i have um i think it's uh, i think i'm using a zero float one well, i probably should switch to one that has maybe like a five degree float or something like that maybe that'll be a little bit different but it's just weird because like literally it's it's almost the same clip as the peloton bike i have to i, I have to switch my cleats out which is kind of stupid from from my aspect i probably should have bought a different um set of pedals and just got a like a gravel set of shoes but whatever um so for right now because like the shoes that i have for my peloton bike like 400 fucking dollars because i got like expensive um expensive shoes Mm. um so i probably should have just swapped you should have bought you some yeezys with that no (laughs) i would never buy yeezys um but yeah it's uh it was really cool just like getting outside and like riding but it was also i have no idea what it's like to ride on a flat road yet because like i said i was either going up a hill down a hill (laughs) and there was like really no like flat road (laughs) so i had like no baseline on like how how fast I can ride because on the Peloton even in like my degraded gimpy leg state I can still ride at basically around like twenty miles per hour, you know like consistently. Um, it's harder now with the, with you know the fucked up leg and foot, but um, I can still do it. But on the road it was like I was averaging like fourteen miles per hour, but I was also going like up and down. So I average fourteen miles per hour, but like the my max speed would be like thirty five miles per hour because when I go downhill I just fucking fly. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been a good experience. I'd like to like go out and ride with somebody. That that'd be kind of cool to like just kind of get used to it. But um, yeah, it's just nice to be able to get outside and, and do something because I do a lot of shit indoors. Like even my most of my, most of my workouts are indoors. You know, I go when I go to jujitsu, it's all indoors. So that's why I'm fucking pale as shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I may get a bike my damn self. My uh, my '07 uh, beater car might be on his fucking last legs and i don't really feel like having a car note i only live like two miles away uh from work so i don't know i may get a bike and try to see what's up we'll yeah. see I'll, I'll talk to you about it you probably want to get a like a gravel bike like like i do because it's something that you can something you can take on the road and not be too slow but also it has like it's more relaxed in the geometry so you're not like constantly like you know it's like reaching over or way too far ahead um yeah so like with my bike, it looks like a road bike, but um, like I said, it's more slack, so slack. I can sit up a little bit higher, and it has um, a minimum suspension in the front. I have like a, and like the the top tube, there's a suspension setting that I can do. So it has like I think it's like thirty millimeters of um, vertical travel, and you can adjust like how much um, how powerful it is. You can be like totally locked out, or some dampness, some dampening, or you know a lot more dampening, but it's not like because usually like you're on when you're on like a a mountain bike and you try to like put down power while standing up and you have forks on like when you put the power down you like everything squishes and you lose power but on this on my bike it's like minimum power loss or i can just lock it all the way out and there's no power loss at all i i I gotta get the lingo i heard forks i heard 30 (laughs) millimeters (laughs) i'll show it to you and i'll I'll probably i'll bring it over something you can so you can see i'm talking about but it's it's uh it's it's kind of a neat neat feature to have so like on the road it basically it just soaks up like all the little bumps on the road and if i'm off road like on gravel it like soaks up all the little bumps on on gravel so makes it more comfortable makes sense yeah um did it i think blue you saw this maybe the hitchhiker with a hatchet fucking oh yeah this documentary man this shit came out of left field like i wasn't prepared so this is a, a documentary on netflix so you guys remember back in like i don't know it was like 2006 maybe maybe 20 2010 where uh it happened down in was it um in I think it was Stockton. yeah i think it's stockton something 
No, I think it was down in Selena. I think it was down south somewhere. Okay, maybe Fresno. Um, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I think, was, I think it was Fresno. Anyway, so this guy, like, uh, he witnessed this. Actually, I didn't even know. I didn't like. I know. I knew of the story, but I never knew exactly what happened. But like, it just became like an internet sensation where the guy. I know the meme. He, he was hitchhiking. <laughs> yeah, what well, it was the meme. This was before memes. This was fucking when YouTube first came out. When it, it was Wild Wild West, where this guy talked about how like he attacked this other guy with a hatchet. And he went, smash, smash, smash. <laughs> and it was like this total surface looking dude, right? And so, like, this documentary follows that guy. And, like, this guy was, like, a, this this story went all over the place. Like, there's, there's fucking a hero guy saving people. There's racism that happened. There's fucking drugs. There's fucking some pedophile stuff happening. And, like, eventually it ends with fucking murder. I was like, this shit went all over the fucking place. But it, it was so, it was so... It was so good that I was just captivated, like from beginning to end, wondering what the fuck was going to happen next. Where's it, your take on a prodigy? I know you watched it too, right? Yeah, definitely watched it. Uh, basically, this is true crime, and mm-hmm. he's a homeless man who's a fucking, you know what? Nomad. He he's a nomad. He's a lot like an exaggerated version of Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Literally, that's what this- he is. He was on Jimmy Kimmel because he got so fucking famous and went viral for that fucking video. And three months later, he's in fucking federal prison for 25 to life, basically, for murdering somebody. Now, the the way he claims it, he claims that he got basically raped by some 70-year-old man uh, who he was staying at his house temporarily. But what was wild, and I remember watching it and doing that same Leonardo DiCaprio thing, pointing at the screen, like, this don't make no fucking sense. Look at this part. Um, It was like, he was in Times Square. This old man picks him up. He takes him back to his place. They drink a little bit, and he crashes there. And then he takes him to the train station the next day to go to some other town to meet up with some other people. And Chick. Yeah. One way or another, it doesn't work out with him going to the other town. The woman's not able to pick him up, his friend. And he calls the guy back, the same seven-year-old dude, and says, hey, can I stay with you again? And so he does. But then, basically, they get into a fight, and he kills this guy with his bare fucking hand. And then he... Well, the guy tried to fuck them again, he yeah, claims. He, yeah. he claims that the first night, this guy, like, he woke up with the, uh, the taste of blood in his mouth and fucking nut on his lips. And I was like, okay, maybe you're a terrible victim of a heinous ass crime. Why would you go back though? Why would you go back? I mean, not not only did he go back on the fucking train station video, he's hugging the guy and like they're exchanging money or whatever. And I'm like, dude, there ain't no way you wake up with some old seven year old seven year old man's nut on your fucking lips and blood in your mouth. And your pants down, and you think he assaulted you, and you go back for more the next day, unless you're into that. You know what I mean? I mean I was yeah. say, unless you're into that, there's a lot of people, a lot of crazy kinks. But the thing that got me too, even because the seven year old old man was a, a lawyer. Kind of, yeah. He was a lawyer. <laughs> and I'm, okay, you're picking up random hobos uh, at Times Square and taking them back to your home, not a motel. Yeah. Your home. Dude, you are why if if you're into gay sex or whatever with random dudes, whatever, you you doing it at your home is about the biggest red flag risk you can get. <laughs> yeah. Well see, you like know? when 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 he was telling that story, like 
at first I was like, okay, that old guy probably fucked him. Like, that's some crazy ass shit. But then I saw the video footage of him, like, hugging him at the train station. And then he went back to his fucking house. I'm like, okay, something's not adding up here. Like, come on now. Like, this shit doesn't make any kind of fucking sense. Yeah. But then he, he talked about earlier how he was, like, molested. Like, his... They they kind of play on they don't play on they kind of talk about how like you know he was molested when he was younger, and how he became like because he he also like it, him the the whole video viral video that happened was because he was actually hitchhiking with the driver and they were apparently they were they were smoking weed but the guy said he laced it with like PCP and he went on this like racist tyrant and he saw like some guys some PTE guys like working on like the ground or whatever and he decided to try to kill the black guy. So he drove his car and pinned the black guy against the thing, and that's when the the guy attacked him. But like, he has this whole hero mentality where he's got to save people. Like, there was a girl who was being raped, and he he jumped in and attacked the guy and like fought the guy off of the girl. So he's got these hero aspects of him. But then like this this raping thing happens with him. What what he said was rape, and you kind of feel like okay, at least for me, I felt like okay, this guy was molested. Like he has a reason to probably murder this guy. But then, like, I see the whole scene where he's hugging the fucking lawyer and then going back to his house again, and then he wakes up with, with the lawyer's pants down his, his ankle, like, talk about how he, how how's your butthole or some shit like that. I don't know. It was just... I, it's wild. It was, just, it was just wild. It was just wild. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I, I wanted to feel for him, but then everything doesn't make fucking sense. And then, like, he, like, goes on hiding and, like, cuts his hair and, like, dies or some shit. Like, some shit that you would do in a movie. And I was like, okay, you're guilty as fuck. Don't forget the face tattoo. <laughs> oh, the face tattoo. Yeah, he's got this... He... he... It's... So when he went on Jim... Jimmy Kendall's show, he signed some paperwork with some higher hieroglyphic letters. Like, he didn't sign it, like, with, like, his name. He's put like, symbols and stuff all over paper. And he got that tattooed onto his face. At least that's, that's what I got from, like, seeing his signature and seeing the tattoo but like he god this, like it ends with him in jail and he's like hella swole and like flexing for the camera and stuff like that i'm like dude you're 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 in fucking jail for murdering somebody like you're i don't it's it's just, it's the show it's just it's the movie the the documentary is very random but very 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 interesting to watch well, just like remember when we were talking about the folks who were evil ass fucking cowards who would bash a old uh, elderly Asian man or woman for just walking on the street during the pandemic and whatnot, uh, bashing them in the back of the head. And we were like, well, yo, you were just a fucked up evil person. Well, in a lot of ways, this 70 year old lawyer let you crash at his house, regardless of whatever was going on sexually or was not. He let you crash at his house twice. And you killed an old man. Like, bottom line. You know? This sounds like some Tiger King shit. It, what about to yeah. It's it my wildness. One of my favorite parts of the series is he talked about how, like, his parents used to, like, lock him up. Like, lock him in his room and he couldn't go outside. And, like, he could hear, like, the kids playing. And his cousin came home and he was saying, like, yeah, I spent the night at the house. And we had to go to bed early and stuff like that. And then a the mom comes on and she's like, Y'all guys just remember shit fucking wrong. Like, yeah, you you had fucking behavior issues and this and that, and we have to keep you fucking we have to keep the public safe from you and stuff like that. I was like, damn, mom just like fuck your couch. And she was like, she took that story to a whole other fucking level. I was like, wow, you really gotta get all fucking angles of, of a story because like you might remember one thing, but like your parents remember something totally fucking different. And it's not long. It's Tiger King was like eight, nine, ten episodes or some shit. 
this shit is one hour and a half. It's as long as the first episode of The Last of Us. That's about <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, when, when he was on the Jimmy Kendall show, I, like... Like knowing that this was a documentary about murder, for the one thing that kept popping into my head was a scene from fucking Joker, the end part of the Joker where he's getting interviewed and stuff like that. I was like, damn, is he about to kill Jimmy on TV? I'm like, this is in the past. He's not fucking going to murder him. I just kept thinking, like, man, he's just going to fucking murder Jimmy on his fucking live TV show. But actually, Jimmy Kendall did a really good job when he was interviewing him because dude was just off in left field, talking about random ass fucking shit. Jimmy knows how to handle like crazy Hollywood celebrities. Some random ho- hopeless man or whatever. It's not going to fucking phase him. But I would be fucking pissed if I was Jimmy Kimmel. Y'all brought a fucking murderer like right on my show. <laughs> yeah. I'm hugging him and giving him money. Like that, that shit was wild. You know what I mean? Jimmy didn't deserve that bullshit. You know? That was, that was fucked up by his crew. So yeah. in any event, check it out if you like some true crime and some wild, <laughs> wild things. <laughs> It's, it's, it's fucking wild. It's, it's up there. It's this is up there with Tiger King as far as being like a wild as fucking show or wild documentary. And then what was the other one? It was like Making a Murderer was pretty fucking crazy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Making mm-hmm. a Murderer. I, I never murderer. watched that one. That uh, one was fucked up. I heard. Yeah, I watched that one. That's another true crime one. That shit was. <laughs> that shit was still to the. I think that's, that guy's still in fucking jail, and I'm still like, why? Like this guy's. Yep. Yeah. Did, uh, uh, Kronos, did you ever see uh, the Killer Sally one? No, Killer Sally. Yeah. No. Okay, let me sell it to you. Two are a uh, former Marine in Oceanside, bodybuilder, uh, with her bodybuilder husband. This is in the nineties, just before, right after OJ, and she kills her bodybuilder husband in front of the two kids. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Yeah, damn. It's it's real tra- fucking tragic, and they they do the whole trial thing, and they talk about the fact that she's not only a bodybuilder but uh, very familiar with weapons, knew the damage of weapons and all that, and it was with a shoddy. But the the thing that really fucked her up was she shot him in the fucking head or the chest. He goes down. She goes ba- into the back room of the apartment. Loads it up again, reloads back while he's down, bleeding out, and about to basically already dead. She double taps, blasts him again in the fucking face, and you could see it from the blood splatter on the inside of the lamp. Uh, And that was the proof that she did it while he was down and whatnot. And the whole time I was just like, oh shit, you're not going to be able to get your way out of this any kind of fucking way. And then both kids uh, join the military and have some problems later in life as well. It's... Well, I mean, yeah, it's a dating story. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. Dude. You guys ever watch the one, uh, the documentary that, like, don't don't fuck with the cats or whatever or something like that? Oh, or... I've heard about that one. I haven't seen it. That one was fucked up. I heard it's twisted. I heard it's super yeah, twisted. so that, that one's with, like, a, like people, like, like the internet coming together to solve a fucking crime because like a guy kept posting a video of him like like brutalating cats and stuff like that and people were able to find out who exactly he was and the, the, the shit they would like they look looked at the pictures and saw like oh he has a pack of marbles well that brand is only sold in this location and like they were checking like fucking barcodes and like the type of sheets and stuff he had on his bed like they were like super analyzed in his video 
But then there's also another one that um, there's a documentary about the that hotel in in L.A. where like a bunch of people like kind of died at. Uh, it was in um, there was the an Hollywood. episode of or yeah, there was a season of um, of American Horror Story that takes place mm-hmm. in this hotel. It's a famous hotel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there they they covered a story about an Asian girl who is murdered in the hotel. Like you probably saw the video where she like this Asian girl she gets into an elevator. And she's like freaking out. She's like looking outside of the elevator. Like it looks like somebody's coming after her. And like you kind of get the impression like there's ghosts or spirits or some shit after like after her. And she ends up uh fi- they end up finding her body like later on. And she's like inside of like the water tower thingy. They're trying to figure out like okay, did somebody murder and put her in there? It's just fucking crazy. But like it kind of they talk about like there's a guy who's like a he's like a rocker, and people assume that he was the one that killed her. Just because he was happened to be, he wasn't even in the area at that time. They just profiled him as being the murderer of killing her and like ruined his whole fucking life. And like they never fucking apologized or anything for it. But like, I don't know, just some of the mur- murder mystery sh- shows that they have on Netflix are really good. And just like, I like the ones where like the internet kind of comes together to solve a crime. But in this instance, they fucked somebody's life, which is, which is fucking tragic. But it's, it's really good. The plot twist at the end, holy shit, didn't see that coming. <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, I, I, I don't just want to because it's like it's like wow, <laughs> like shit. Yeah, I, okay, I'm still behind. I gotta watch the whole like the sex cult one with the chick from Florida. It's on each match. I'm just meaning to watch that one. I haven't seen it. It's like four episodes, but they're like 90 minutes per episode, I believe. Oh, Allison Mack, yeah, that one. So that one's still on there, but I haven't seen it yet. But I remember I that one. Oh wait, that's on that's Seriously. on Amazon or on um, HBO Max. It's on HBO Max, yeah. There's a watch that. that and then like there's ones that Lisa Ling, uh former she's like used to be on the view. She has some ones that are kind of messed up on there too. I'm like, what the fuck? Dude, Lisa Lisa Ling is bold as fuck. She'd be talking to anybody like murder. She don't care. Yeah, she don't care. She she'll, I mean she'll she's to be a reporter. <laughs> she should be a reporter, sorry. But she's like, like tries Ardo. to be, Yeah, I guess she tries to pull that Barbara Walters and just be like, I don't give a fuck. We gonna talk. Damn, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be watching her and like afraid for her. Like, yeah, you in danger, girl? What are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> Stranger danger. Like seriously. Um, real quick, can I switch it up a little bit? Like on a little bit more serious topic, man. There's some hardcore accusations going on against your boy Justin Roiland. Yeah, uh, uh, creator, um... co-creator of Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, this is like one of the ones. Obviously, you you hope that they're all not true, right? But like, these are true. I mean, like I don't. It'd be hard to watch Rick and Morty again because mm-hmm. he's like the creator and the voice of. I'm glad I finished High in Life. Finish that shit too. Glad I finished that shit. Yeah, talk about the accusations. Yeah. Uh, I, I think one of them is uh, domestic viol- felony, domestic violence. Another one I saw was imprisonment yeah. uh, of a woman he was dating and I, again i hope the truth comes the truth comes out and if he, if he did any of this then fuck him but what the entire shit you're like on top of the world and you know potentially doing some incredibly evil fucked up things to people yeah i mean if it's true obviously fuck him but uh i hope it's not something like the uh what was that guy's name the Asian, the uh, Indian guy that got fucked over and by a oh, bad date. 
She's on sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, she's on sorry. Uh, yeah, because yeah, I don't know if everybody remembers that shit that's listening to this, but he got accused of like some really fucked up sexual shit too, and it ended up just being a bad date. Yeah, and like the 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 woman just didn't like the way that he that he had sex, and it's just like okay, we, I mean, we all had bad sex before, but you know, accusing somebody of sexual assault is like two totally different things. So yeah. the one that really like fucking broke my heart. Uh, in terms of me feeling sorry for him, was um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Got caught up in some just zeitgeist of the time with that shit. Uh, and remember, they put Cosmos season two on hold and shit, and, you know, the case and all that. There were, or uh, National Geographic was trying to investigate and all that other stuff. And it turned out he didn't do any fucking thing wrong at all, but, you know. I, I hope that's the case here, but holy fucking shit. That's not I, know, good... I know that this guy has, like, kind of a drinking problem. Because I've heard, like, um, not podcasts, but, like, you know, a little behind the scenes of the making of Rick and Morty. Like, there's, like, he would drink a lot to do the voice of Rick. Like, just to portray that drunken state of Rick. And, like, I think I've heard, like, he's really, like, kind of violent when he's, when he is drunk. So, I mean, this is, I don't know, this is, I don't know. I'm going to check my source, but I remember hearing about this a lot, especially like, you know, when it comes to his creativity, like a lot of times he's under influence. I mean, I'm not sure I'm saying that that's the reason why he did what he did, but like he kind of have a bit of a history in that aspect. So I mean, yeah, it, if you're like an incredible voice actor, even playing a drunkish character, if you have to get fucking hammered every time, that's not, I don't, that's wild. If that's true, that's, yeah, that's not a good look. I mean, look at the content he creates, though. It's not the most happy-go-lucky stuff. And that uh, I don't think the rest of you saw the failed like pilot they had for. Um, for Showtime or whatever, where they're trying to rape a baby, that was not that was not the business either. So, oh yeah, what? I remember that. Wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's this pilot that they they did for um, for Showtime or whatever. That too. I don't know who else is in it. Uh, the guy that's in the the thing, it's like this guy is he's like obsessed with this couple's like newborn baby. And the baby me. the baby's a doll, but he sneaks into the crib. Pulls on his pants and he tries to go into the business and it's not it's not a good look. So no, that's all bad. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll follow that fucking shit closely. Um, yeah, there was some. There was like a big celebrity that was part of that too. Like possibly, I don't, yeah, I don't I'm know. gonna say it's not Cardi or Doja Cat or something. No, not in the video that I watched. None. Of, it's only one person or two people or two. People. I don't think Cardi B. I oh, don't no, it was Cardi. it. It was um. Oh, what's the black chick's name? The comedian chick with the half a little mole on her cheek. Tiffany um, Haddish. Tiffy Haddish. Yeah, there was. Is that the same? Because she has a controversy no. that happened, like I think, like last year. Oh, she got killed. Like, she, like <laughs> she's on polar. She's on polar opposites, but she's not in that pilot because the pilot. Okay. The pilot is pre Rick and Morty, at least three, two, three years before Rick and Morty. Oh, that's a long yeah, time. I, yeah, I think yeah. that this show was. Um, it had teenagers in it. I think they were like just underage, and they talked about like sex stuff, and it just looked really bad. And she got canceled because of it. No, she, uh, yeah, yeah, she did some fucked up shit. She basically got canceled. That's <laughs> <laughs> all bad. We're gonna see. Uh, yeah, y'all see the kind of teaser stuff for Rebel Moon. Oh yeah, I did. I haven't seen it yet. No, Rebel Moon. 
Yeah, it's a, Star Wars. Yeah, it's a it's a um, Zack Snyder's opus to Star Wars and uh, this other sci-fi movie I can't think of right now, but um, it was supposed to be a Star Wars film that he pitched to Lucasfilm in between, right, just before the buyout, and even after the buyout, they were still kind of talking, but they told basically told him no, but he was still developing it, so he took. The project and then decided to make it his own but it's his own love letter to star wars and uh it comes out end of the year like december 22nd i believe this year yeah and so um netflix released a sizzle reel of all the films all their big budget films that are coming out this year and rebel moon is on there and this is the first thing first time we ever see anything about rebel moon because there's no trailer mm-hmm. no full trailer or anything so you see snippets about it because there's certain characters in the film that i didn't know were even in it or certain people i'm sorry certain actors people they're in the film that i didn't know about yeah supposedly uh ray fisher uh, who plays cyborg in the justice league stuff uh is is definitely in it i'm really fucking happy for him because he got fucking rick rolled and shit but um jaiman hansu i think is also he's in it so I mean, he's also got... the guy from from um he plays Ezekiel in uh, Walking Dead, right? King Ezekiel or whatever. No, Jaime no Hansu, he's he's, a, he's the wizard in Shazam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's oh, also okay, Black Adam. yeah. He's yeah. also the, the wizard in Black Adam, but also Charlie Hunnam is in it. I didn't know he was in it. And then old girl, um, I can't pronounce the name, but she was in. She's in a bunch of stuff actually. She was in um the American version of the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. She's in the Tom Cruise mummy. She's in. Um, she's in a. She was in a bunch of like, you know, actiony, kind of films. Yeah, the Italian model, I think, or something like that. Or something like that. Something so like she's that. she's she's the main character in the film. So, it it I'm cautiously optimistic. It looks like really interesting. I enjoyed the fuck out of Army of the Dead. That was fun as as shit with Dave Bautista and all that. So we'll we'll see. I mean, some good sci-fi. I feel like Netflix uh, kind of has the model with uh, Glass Onion in terms of releasing stuff uh, in December uh, just for them. You know what I mean? Uh, like a, a full-length movie. And this is a two-parter. Yeah, this is uh, two movies being shot at once. So it'll be part one in 2023 and part two will probably be like spring of 2024 because that's why we haven't heard from Zack Snyder. The whole Snyderverse is like, oh no, he's coming back now. He's busy doing his own shit. So we'll see. Good, because fuck the Snyderverse. God damn! God damn! You, you did see that. You I did stay see consistent. Justice. <laughs> you did see Justice League, right? I saw Justice League. I I didn't watch the one that was rehashed. Fuck, I don't want. I don't, I, I, anybody got time what? for that? I had, I had a lot of time for it. I watched it like three times. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it in color. I watched it in black and white. I watched it zero times. I did not watch it in black and white. That's why they introduced a black and white version. I forgot. Hey, well, no, you, so I, you failed, I, once you fucking failed. No, no taking back. But it wasn't him, though. <laughs> it wasn't him. That's true. Yeah, do. Fuck that. It was him. <laughs> <laughs> he made a bunch of the shitty ass movies, too, though, with a bunch of shitty ass editing. Like, everybody yeah. pretends that, oh, just that one movie was shitty. No, like, he made a bunch of other movies that made no fucking sense that had shitty editing. But. Uh, the Justice League one truly wasn't him, though. Like, I know, this... but he, still, I don't give a fuck. Fuck him. <laughs> it's really good. I, it, it's worth watching. It was good. 
It's five hours long, but it's worth watching. It's four. <laughs> it's, it feels like it was only four. No, I, the only way I'm watching a movie that long is if it's if it's Lord of the Rings, <laughs> like I'm not watching some fucking Justice League that long. Like no. See, I didn't I didn't like Lord of the Rings because it was too fucking long. <laughs> but I watched really? the Snyder thing three the times. It it was the Return of the King that was the longest one for that. Yeah, but, yeah. But that shit was nonstop action and fucking inter- entertainment. They, they gave us what we wanted. I loved it. That shit was awesome. What y'all playing lately? I'm kind of in between games. I went back to go, um, not Ghost Song. Fucking have a nice death day. But on the they they had an update for it and it fucked it up on the on the Steam Deck. So I have to like unfuck it. Like it keeps like when I start the game now, it just automatically goes in like the super move thing, and it just won't stop. So and there's a workaround for it, but now the workaround doesn't work anymore. So I have to repatch it again. Yeah. Um. I need to get that uh, Evil West game. I need to pick it up. Hmm. But I'm also I'm kind of waiting for Forspoken to come out. I gotta. What's annoying about like because I was trying to buy it on the through the PSN store app because that's how I bought God of War because I I bought the physical copy of God of War that way. But for some reason with Forspoken you can't buy the physical copy through the app store through the PlayStation store. It's only the digital copy. So I'm like, no, I want the physical one. So I have to. And if you go to GameStop, you can't order it to, for pickup on the, online. So I have to actually walk into the goddamn store for pickup. Gotcha. Can you buy it on Amazon? I, I could, but you know, I got points through. Well, I guess I could just do it to fucking Amazon. If I could. <laughs> yeah. Just want to. I, I I just want to make sure I get it the 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 day it comes out. You know, with with GameStop, yeah. they used to have like the it was free for the day one release, and now they don't do that. Um, I think Amazon probably still does. So let me just do that. Well, you might even get a day early sometimes because Amazon be kind of fucking up sometimes. Yes, and you can also get it late because Amazon be fucking up sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get a hella late. That's all bad. What do you guys play? You're like, uh, your your package is in route, but we don't know where it is. <laughs> all bad. Uh, what about uh, you, old ninja? So uh, I've been playing a, a lot of fucking modern warfare. So everyone keeps saying, "Hey, you playing a lot of modern warfare?" I'm like, I guess. Like, well, you're maxed out. Well, there's a lot of people maxed out. So, whatever. You prestiged? They're just yeah, are I prestiged. It, and other people are playing a lot of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> everybody's I playing a lot of it. Yeah, I prestiged it all the way to where I maxed out. But I'm at the level where a lot of people maxed out. A lot of people were already maxed out before me. But there's a lot of shit to do in the game. So, everything you do gives you XP. So, I guess. Wait, but, wait. Uh, wait. You you not gonna talk about my new uh my new boo, my new my new my new girl? What? Who? That's your girl. That I don't yeah. give a fuck. <laughs> you yeah. keep using her. You keep using her. You all looking up her backstory. You can talk. You can speak on it. Right. Um, but I'm gonna pre-install probably tonight. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise because it releases tomorrow for all uh, everybody else except for the Switch because it's already been on the Switch for like a year. So uh, Monster Hunter Rise, which is on Game Pass for uh. Uh, Microsoft platforms, so I'm gonna get. It. I'm gonna start the install later tonight. That way, it's ready to go tomorrow. Um, I gotta start Resident Evil Three because I think I'm gonna give up on Part Two. Even though I beat Part Two, I'm like at a part where it's very, very frustrating, and I don't want to restart. I'm like, I'm just gonna start Part Three. Say fuck it, and I gotta finish God of War. I finished High in Life, so I got these other games I gotta get to now. Yeah, much. Oh, what else? Were we... Oh, I've been playing uh, Division Two been helping people on that and then um what was the other one yeah i think that that's it 
Uh, real quick, there is a actress with vitiligo on uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and at first I was like, okay, that's interesting. Never seen this before. And then I started using using her, and I was just like, you know what? I really like this. This is fucking cool. And she just has a cool vibe. And I looked up the actress, the character. They do it a lot like uh, Rainbow Six Siege, so it's Nova Brown. And like I think she has a British accent, but the actress is like from Colorado. I, I went way down a fucking internet rabbit hole, fucking, <laughs> fucking stalking her. Added her Instagram. Um, <laughs> he sat, and he was sapping the whole way, too. I oh, didn't okay. know I was going to be into her, and now he I am. Hard, yeah. He, was, yeah. he rubbed found it. Three, you you unlocked the new kink. Let me just tell he you what. Some, I, I looked up Nova Brown, and let me tell you what the first pictures that came up is an old, like, 1973 Chevy Nova. Around <laughs> <laughs> Two of those first, and then Nova Brown, and then a whole bunch of more I, fucking Chevy Novas. I'm like, bro, what yeah. the fuck, man? <laughs> we got to hype her up so we should get more images. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, she—that's my go-to. That's my go-to uh, operator on fucking Modern Warfare. For and now, I like it. Season two's in a month, so I could change up real quick. Wait, they're not gonna have the same operators? What the fuck? No, they'll add more. They're gonna add more operators, so you may switch to someone else in a month. No, no, I got my little Igo girl. Fuck that. <laughs> you say that. You say that, you say that now. You're gonna be switching shit. You go, oh shit. Unless they got a new Vitiligo girl, then maybe well, they'll probably add some shit that looks desire Zarya uh from Overwatch. You're gonna be all about that. You go, oh shit, I know that they could do that. You are <laughs> so you're gonna switch up as soon as they give you some Russian pink haired fucking swole chick on there, you're gonna be switching up real quick. You don't know me. Nila <laughs> Nila Nova Brown. Mm-hmm. Look her up, my warfare. Mm-hmm. Yes, dude. Got the bracelets. You know. Since we're talking about consoles and stuff like that, we didn't talk about this last week, but uh I mean I don't I haven't done much gaming lately, but like I have my my uh my PS5 over here on my wall mounted. Oh. And as you can tell, it's in the vertical position. And uh the wrong I guess <laughs> apparently it's that's not the position it needs to be in because uh there's a a default or not a default. Defect, Defect with the yeah. PS5, where uh, basically the soldering, I think, it can become hot where it melts and it will drip down and fuck up the internal parts of the PC or PC, the part of the console. So apparently, horizontal is the way to go with your PS5. What's your guys' take on this? I know it, if you have it vertical, sometimes you wake up with blood in your mouth and semen on your mouth. Oh, hell no, man, that's all bad. <laughs> How? Pants <laughs> down, seventy year old man uh, just coughing in the background. You know, it's all uh, good. <laughs> uh, I, like... I wish I wish this episode could be called that. That's what I was thinking too, but I was like, I'm like, how can I like massage that one to like not you know <laughs> just say just say keep it just just call it keep it horizontal. No, the, with the blood in your mouth and see what I mean. You, you should just put sometimes you should put sometimes you wake up and just says dot dot dot. Someone says an episode, they be like, okay, Damn. I get it. That's where that's no. from. All mm. bad. But yeah, only I mean, all my other PS consoles have been vertical or been horizontal. This is just because I saw an ad wall mount your piece your your PlayStation. I was like, oh, that's fucking dope. And plus, like exactly where mine's at, it's like next to my TV, so it looks really fucking cool. But now I figure I found out that like, yeah. I'm a, 
I might be killing it. So yeah, I don't think that's true, though. E- even though I know some experts say that, oh, you know, this could happen. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Sony says you can do it however you want. The reason why I think that it's kind of bullshit is because it's been out for, like, more than, what, two years now? Yep. Have we heard of any instances of this happening to anybody? It would have 100% happened by now. Oh, yeah. I don't even know the percentage of the folks who do keep it vertical. Everybody I know besides you, Blue, keeps that shit horizontal. Yeah, the only time I see a vertical is when it's wall mounted like Blue's, because like it's it's so fucking tall. Like if you mount it vertically, yeah, it's you, like, you can't. Uh, yeah, but even like even like all the center. other, like even uh, like from the two up to now, like it, they're they're always fucking tall. It's like hard to have it vertical. Like there's no space for it to be v- vertical. Like you have to have it horizontal. It just makes fucking sense. Like it just works better aesthetically for you to have vertical but just you know i have it i have a wall mounted so it just like it's like a little art piece yeah, even I mean, though it fell my shit fell recently uh um, oh shit my, oh shit yeah it fell off it fell off the wall because uh the the power the charging cable for the controller was laying on the ground and sebastian found it oh like, no he, he, he it. <laughs> it just fell so like if i move the my playstation or hey, you can't see it there's like a, a nick in the wall from when it fell and it, it like fucking like Dug into the fucking drywall. Pretty really fucking funny, but it still worked. So it, it's it's a fucking trooper. There you go. Damn. It's built differently. <laughs> <laughs> now now it's all like you dropped me and you got me hanging on the wall the wrong fucking way. Now it's gonna die in like two days. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> damn. Damn. Holy fucking shit. I was say, good thing it's not black because I have it hanging on the wall. That'd be all bad, but uh, it's white. Oh, so, you know what? Jesus, you had to go there. I, gotta... <laughs> I did. I gotta put this out there. I fucked up. What? No, so I forgot an RIP. Oh, I, I gotta do it now. So RIP to the fucking Google Stadia. No, apparently Stadia is Latin for stadium. That's okay. where they that's why they named it Stadia. That's why it's a dead ass language. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what that a language is based on. Yeah, <laughs> a dead language for a dead console. So yeah, apparently if you have any of that stuff, if you have the hot the software, it's dead. If you have any of the peripherals, that shit's a brick now. It's a paperweight. You're welcome. Um yeah, apparently it shut down today. So the thing that was fucking sad is Google has fucking more money than anybody in the fucking world. <laughs> and you knew they weren't going to like seriously invest in this. This was like just like some bullshit ass vanity project that they half asked. You know, they never put their heart and fucking soul and and really wanted to make this a thing. It, it felt I mean, like kind of, I mean, a lot of companies do that with their shit. But like, yeah, Google does that with a lot of their products, too, because we have like the Google Glass. Like we're. Where the fuck did that go? Well, it's, on your, well, it's on your phone, but yeah. yeah. But like the the their 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 AR glasses that they had. Oh yeah, they just they just integrated it on their phone, but yeah. yeah. But I something I learned recently. I'm big up to fucking Google for this. So as a photographer, I think this is a fucking amazing. But like, um, so if you didn't know, cameras are really designed for like like white people, so, and it shows like when you take pictures, like they're like so. There's a thing called the there's a calibration card that a lot of photography or photographers used to use back in the past. So and there's a bunch of white people in there. You take pictures to kind of calibrate your cameras so you can take pictures, but except it doesn't work for like black people. Well, 
Google had released for their Pixel, at least for the Pixel camera, they have like a, I guess I want to call it like the black enhanced, where like the camera <laughs> can take pictures of black folks and make them look amazing. Like it's not like the like the because usually when the camera focus like with automatic cameras they to create white balance it kind of takes like a picture of everything and kind of figure out like what's the right calibration of light that everything should have but like with the google pixel it can figure out like okay this is dark skin so i need to like kind of calibrate for that and so like instead of like the background being like either too bright or too dark like it actually makes up for that and like pictures come out amazing with the google pixel which is amazing but um i think a lot of phones now too do that like they're able to take pictures of darker skin and like make make the shit look great like get the skin tone right don't out over bleach stuff or under bleach or not under bleach but over tone stuff so, god dang shout, shout out to google for that because i think that's kind of cool and like the fact that they're kind of moving in that forward direction i think it's pretty neat yeah if so, you want to like talking... read an interesting story about the same issue um look up the uh look up kodak gold uh film yes and mm -hmm. that'll it like that's what showed like racial like racial bias and like un thought of places is like the story of uh kodak gold uh film so damn so are we talking cad's patent amazing or how, how are we talking what it's gonna make you you know you know who ken's patent is right yeah yeah so it's gonna make her you know make you look that kind of good or, or not i mean it's just gonna make it so you're not you're not like a goddamn shadow in the in the background and everybody white in your picture <laughs> looks fucking great <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, okay that's, that's what it is um right. it's the same thing with like uh like when you go use uh those sensors in the bathroom with like for for oh yeah. hands oh yeah 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 they're just like the, the iso levels are so low that it doesn't pick up like dark hands so that's we can't like put our our hands underneath it like like this like with our uh palms dark skin. you have to put your palms up if you know if and sometimes it still doesn't fucking get you like you have to like what i have to do is i put my i put my, my palm like vertical and like go in and out and then hopefully it fucking picks up something but it's because of the the shitty iso levels on the on the sensor um ones that have higher iso levels will pick up you know pretty much any skin tone but just one of the people to think about you know what's really interesting is that um there was an episode of Stuff You Should Know where they talk about uh, faith recognition, and like, uh, like they use like they they talk about how like uh, for crimes or for criminal stuff, not for criminals, just facial recognition altogether. Like when they calibrate these devices, they mainly use like white people's face for this, and so like a lot of the times the face recognition can't pick up black darker skin, mm. and not just not just like black folks, but like uh, anybody who has like a complexion that's. On the darker side of, of the the spectrum, but I just I just I don't know. It's just interesting how like like they don't take that into consideration. Like I, I like uh when they talked about like the whole face recognition, they like the when it comes to face recognition, the system is like ninety eight percent accurate when it comes to like white male. But when it comes to female, I think it drops down to like eighty. But when it comes to black male, they drop down to like twenty percent. And when it comes to like Damn. black females, it drops down to like ten percent. Like it's really bad at recognizing like darker skin. So we all uh, don't look alike. Not apparently AI. We do. According to technology, we all don't look alike. Okay. So it. the the cards that I was talking about, they're called the Kodak uh, Share Charlotte cards, and they were used for photographers to be able to calibrate their their cameras. Uh, what did you call the card? 
Charlotte? Shirley. Shirley. Yeah. Yeah. Charlie Gar. Yeah. yeah. My bad. Charlotte? Shirley. Who's Charlotte? (laughs) (laughs) The hell? And it's interesting, like some of the images I see, like there's an image where like there's a, a white lady, an Asian lady, an Asian lady and a black woman. And like the white lady's face is just like glowing. The Asian lady, she's like there. Her skin tone is really nice. But then the black lady, she's like this dark, not like dark, dark, but like. Like she's her her skin isn't glowing how how it should be. And it's like in the 90s. Holy shit. I didn't realize I thought it was like. Maybe like the seventies, eighties, but wow. Uh, do we lose Prodigy? Yeah, like, what he, he messaged us. No, he's all right. He had to drop off. Okay. HR looking look for. Oh, him. HR caught him. Another uh, retroactive, uh, retroactive food to food to catch. Um, okay. So yeah, I guess right. we'll wrap yeah, up our. Yeah, yeah, unless you got something else to talk about, I got it. Yeah, I'll wrap it up. Okay. All right, uh, old Andrew, what you got? Uh, like I said before, just playing. Probably gonna start some Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, waiting on some more uh, Last of Us episode two on Sunday. Um, pretty much, it's supposed to rain. I guess pretty soon. If if not, if it's not, yeah. If it's not raining already, so I'm probably gonna try to stay dry, take care of some stuff. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's going to take care of some personal business, and then that's pretty much it. All right, uh, Blue, what you got? Um, for me, the my mom's birthday is coming up. My mom's birthday is tomorrow, so happy birthday to Mama Blue. Actually, I, not Mama Blue, Mama Red. So, fun fact, a little fun story. My mom, her nickname growing up as a kid was Red. My nickname that I use for podcast is Blue, which is really interesting because. If you know who I am, you understand how that that's really funny. But um, yeah, happy birthday to my mom. Um, last week, um, somebody at my job had tested positive for COVID, so I had to like isolate from my family for like ten days and stuff like that. So hopefully this week, I mean, I tested negative the whole time. I tested negative, never had any symptoms, so everything's good and everything and all that. But this weekend, I just plan on hanging out with my son. Uh, the sweetness is working. Um, so I'm hoping it doesn't rain too badly this weekend so we can kind of do some stuff because like I like I mentioned on the podcast, I got him a lightning I didn't get him. I got yeah, I guess I did. I got him a lightning queen. (laughs) (laughs) No, so I got him a lightning queen uh power wheel and um he's mainly been riding inside of the house, so I'm hoping that it can kind of dry up so I can take it take it to the park so he can like really cut loose with it. Because he he actually understands how like to like turn like he could drive from like the living room to the kitchen or to like his room which is kind of cool so i'm hoping i can take him to the park so he can just kind of floor it just have as much fun as he want uh probably bring like an extra battery to have a extended time because i converted it so it can use like the batteries for my drill which is i don't know they're the, the batteries for the drill is pretty fucking cheap so they're uh the drill i have is a uh, black and decker so they're they're really fucking cheap but um Something I discovered recently. So, if you guys did not know, like I was on American Idol, which I'm pretty proud of, even though it was like 20, 20 years ago, twenty Jesus plus years Christ. ago. Damn, but uh, that was a long time ago. One of my, so I actually found out that uh, a contestant or a person I was on the on a person I was in line with for the audition 
She actually lives here in Hayward. She lives very fucking close. And the way I found out she lives close is that there's a, I think I mentioned on this podcast before, there's this project called uh, Buy Nothing Project where basically like people just kind of, you know, post up saying like, hey, I got this item. Do you want it? You give it to them, whatever or not. So people aren't like buying stuff that they don't need to buy. They can just buy from, or get it from somebody else for free. And she posted in this group and I was like, wow, this name sounds so, looks so familiar. And I hit her up. I was like, oh shit, hey, you live in, Hayward? She's like, oh yeah, I do. And so we've been kind of chit-chatting lately. And it would just be it would just be kind of fun to like talk to somebody who experienced the same story that I experienced. Because I can tell the story as many times. I can tell I'm blue in the face. But she was there too. So she understand like how how it all happened. So it'd be kind of cool to like, you know, maybe record a video of her and I talking, kind of reminiscing about what happened and hopefully maybe post it on the podcast. Yeah, do that. You know, like, do some, some behind the scenes with the uh, uh... American Idol, you know, because the, the stories that that I've seen and even from you are like what you see on the TV is not actually what occurs on American Idol if you're a contestant. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool to do, and it's she's really close. She she has a daughter that's the same age as uh my little boy Bash, but uh I don't I I gotta talk to her and see like how she how she feels about that because that'd be kind of cool to get her on to get her get her get her side of the story because if if her experience because so. The way she plays a role in my my story is that she actually lived in Tracy at the time. And back so when this all happened, like I totaled my car, but I caught Greyhound down there for for the audition. Well, I met her in line and she was there with her with her mom. And they drove back to back from LA to the Bay Area and they gave me a ride. So she was my oh, ride shit. back to the Bay Area. I didn't know that. And then hey. I took I took Bart. Like she they drove me off to like uh I want to say they drove me off in Oakland. I took Bart to like Fremont Bar. My friend MLP just picked me up and he drove me down home to San Jose. So she she plays she plays a critical part of the story of my whole American Idol, not descent or journey. She, my journey. Yeah. So it'd be kind of cool to like talk to her. But like it's it was it's it's a it's a fun story. She didn't make it, but like she was in that pre-audition part. So she can talk about like the story of like how great people were still getting turned away, but and she was a great singer too. So I don't know, I don't know what happened, but yeah. So yeah, I think that's kind of what I'm doing this again. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> All right. okay. And for me, um, I'm actually down 11 fucking pounds since uh, the beginning of the year. Um, yeah. Sober for another couple weeks, and then I'll be back, I guess, on the wagon sometime after that. I guess. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to, you know, trying to get a, a more solid fitness routine in um, so I can get back stronger to, you know, with jiu-jitsu. I still got, obviously, problems with my foot. Um, I'm rolling again, but it's hard because I can't, um, like, post on my foot, really, at all my right foot It's because it's damaged. And then now my, my right shoulder's acting up because I'm getting old. So I, I bought a pull-up <laughs> bar so I can hopefully fix my shoulder because apparently you can just hang and it'll hopefully, hopefully fix my shoulder because I don't want to have any kind of surgery or anything if i can avoid it so i'll try to to fix that but after those two things are fixed i can try to get back into a more solid strength routine and try and get a little yoked again um and try to make it uh to brown belt um that's my that's my one of my goals for the next you know two years get get to brown belts and then after that get my black belt so yeah that's my goals are you Uh, trying to get in brown belt in two years well, uh, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm a purple belt now, so I, I should have already been a brown belt if I'd have just if I'd have kept training. 
if COVID never happened, I'd have been a brown belt already. And I'd have been like, well, I'm away to being a black belt. But, you know, COVID happened. I couldn't train. So, yeah, yeah. I get that. Because so, uh, you you have to test, right? You have to do your test to get to rabbit or whatnot. At this place, yes. But my own place, no. Not, not every okay. jiu-jitsu place you need to be able to – you don't have to test. But usually with jiu-jitsu is kind of weird because, you know, the way we spar, it's, you know, it's live sparring. So you know what works and what doesn't. So if you're, you know, if you're basically beating everybody at the, at the gym, if beating everybody at your belt level um, consistently, then you should probably be looking at, you know, going up. A level but i know in this uh gym they do have a testing requirements and they're kind of kind of exhaustive so that's something else that i'll have to get into and i'll have to get into more of like the self-defense part of it um with specific techniques so which i don't mind i mean most of the shit comes semi-naturally at this point anyway um, okay yeah because i know that a lot of like um martial arts disciplines a lot of them have some kind of test you have to beat a test you have to complete a test not written. You have to, you know, complete your test that you're, you know, basically the basic techniques up to that level to advance to the next level. Yeah, yeah. Usually, you have to get your teeth or catch flies with chopsticks. That's, that's what I'm trying yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's the whole goal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to. You have to be able to, You gotta be able to smack the wings off a fly. I have with to, your hand. I have to unlock the sharing gun eye to. to oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So, hopefully it's not Mac and Gal. I don't want to kill somebody that I love. You know. Who's gonna stay alive? Then I'll think you get a fucking red stone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ninja, why don't you take us out of here? All right. Users experience Black and Black Times Infinity. Infinity. The dankest podcast on the internet. Oh, you know what? We didn't talk about old girl, the uh office out in Tennessee or whatever. We'll we'll pop, we'll catch it next week. But uh I'll train yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah. Any day girl. Uh, you can check us out anywhere and everywhere at Bees and BTI. It's B-T-H-A-N-B-T-I. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, you know that every Wednesday, 8.30-ish, we go live on YouTube. If you're not listening to us or watching us on YouTube, you can see what we look like on there. Uh, check out our official website, binheadproductions.com, or access Bees and BTI. Uh, you can email us, beesandbti at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord. Let us know you want to join. Send us your Discord um, ID. And, uh, well, we kind of probably should know who you are first. So we can let you in. And then uh, on Amazon, there's an app that works. You know, we'll go live and download it. Watch it on there. There you go.